Hey y'all, welcome back to The Modern Mix. I'm your host, Emily Bowie. I'm a mix engineer in Nashville, Tennessee, and this is episode nine. Today, I just wanted to really just go over the new Isotope Ozone 10 plugin. I'm a huge fan of Ozone. I'm currently using version nine, and I wanted to test out and see what new features Ozone 10 had. Now, I just want to say that this is not a sponsored video, so I'm going to be pretty honest with my opinions and just know that I have not opened this plugin yet. I am on the trial version, haven't even purchased it. I have also not watched any tutorials or anything like that, but I am on their email list. And so I have seen some things that they've added to it that I'm pretty interested in trying out and just kind of tinkering with. But as far as reading up anything, reviews, tutorials, nothing like that. So this is all gonna be real fresh and you know kind of just um an unveiling on my part i guess instead of having certain points that i want to talk about or any sort of tutorial video this is not so if you're listening on the podcast uh, i think i will uh, be able to to describe things you know pretty well for you just something to that you can listen along to but then come back and watch the video if you want to check out uh, all the visuals that I'm going through. I have a session up. This is something that was recorded a long, long time ago, probably, um, I don't know, over 10 years for sure, in more or less a home studio. It wasn't really a professional recording studio. It was sort of a makeshift at the time, and it was by some local people, original song, and I don't even have this session in my template. Um, there was a couple things I wanted to check out with the Ozone 10 plugin just to see, you know, if we were to stick that on our mix bus or our stereo out, whatever we're calling it these days, to see what it could do with just some very minor tweaks in the balance of the audio tracks and see what it does to the overall sound. How quickly can plugins get us to a finished sounding product? with eliminating a lot of steps. And I was just curious to see that. Uh, I think, you know, once I open up the plugin, you'll see what I'm talking about. But first, I do want to go ahead and mention to you that I do have my Modern Mix Vocals mixing course available now with all of my templates are included in that. So maybe you use multiple DAWs, they're all there. Pro Tools, Logic, Luna, Studio One. I've even got my Notion template for music creatives. There's a lot of cool features in that to keep you well organized in your business, your songwriting, and any sort of creative process that you have. It's all included. So if you're ready to have those radio quality vocals, just click on the link right down there and that'll send you to a very detailed sales page and everything that you are going to get with that vocal course. All right. So on to Ozone 10. I just downloaded it probably about 12 minutes ago. So let's open up that and stick it right on our mix bus and just see what we've got. So been using nine, here is 10. So actually what I wanna do first, let's bypass that. 
let's just close that out. Here is a here is a quick listen of the song. I'm gonna put my headphones on so I can hear it too. Play just a little bit of it, and then we'll bring the plug-in in just to see if what as soon as we bring the plug-in in, what does it do? Alright, so right off the bat, it gets a little bit louder. And the first two, I guess, modules here, we've got the equalizer and a maximizer that come already put on as soon as you open in default mode. So the EQ doesn't have anything, you know, happening. We're in an analog mode. Maybe that does something to it. And also the maximizer, we've got our different modes here. Um, starts out default at threshold at minus two. So maybe that's adding a little bit of volume to us as well. I like that this is starting out at minus 11. That's nice instead of minus 14. A couple of things that I've noticed are different from Ozone 9 is this section right here on the a soft clip and a transient emphasis. So let's just see what that's doing. off the bat I mean it's doing something that makes it sound more enhanced it sounds better whether that's just getting a little bit louder or not um, this is really cool I like this soft clip 
I'm not really increasing anything other than the default a minus 2 dB. I haven't gone through any of these because I, I think these are probably going to be around the same. Um, you know, I like uh, one here. I also like uh, this last option that gives me modern classic, modern and classic. Um, I mix a lot of rock music that has kind of a 70s vibe to it. A lot of throwback stuff that people are doing now. And I love just the classic uh, mode that's on there. So let's see what it does on this one. I like both of them. I think this first one here is, or the second one really, adds a little bit more uh, weight to it. Uh, not necessarily bass, but just, just a, a weighted element to it. And then, of course, this one just has that classic kind of clear um, sound that uh, lets everything kind of shine through on its own. So that's really neat. I like that. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to really look at and understand a little bit better was this little thing right here and I wonder if I hover over it so switches to the assistant view waiting for audio so let's play let's see what this does for best results play the loudest portion of your track oh well let me see here uh, maybe this is something that gets pretty loud as I walked in rip the stress. That's interesting. I like it went to rock. I would consider this a rock song as well. Uh, initially, I don't like what it did. I felt like it got really thin and really boosted here. So I wonder if this EQ. Let's see. So how would we get back? Right here? Yeah, okay. So here's where everything's happening. Okay, so that's just the new... Let's listen to this, and we'll put up a bunch of plugins that we think it needs. So, once again, I just want to remind everyone that these tracks, I just added in here. There's nothing, absolutely nothing on them. There was a couple of things that I pulled down, a couple of things that, you know, I fixed as far as the gain goes, but nothing else. Everything's just going through this one uh, stereo output. So I've got some pretty big EQ moves going on here, which is really strange because we're pulling out a lot 
of the low mids and then we're boosting a lot of the high mids. Um, what is the stabilizer? As I watched it rip to shreds. So it, incre it increased the overall volume quite a bit. So I'm, I'm actually having to turn it down in my headphones because it's really loud. Um, just trying to look at all these things. And, and a lot of you who are watching this video or listening to this on the podcast, you may be a little bit more familiar with this now. And I'll do another video once I've gone through everything here but I don't use at least I know I don't use impact or the stabilizer uh, I will use the imager some the dynamic EQs I really don't unless it's really recommending that maximizer I use every time and equalizer I'm just using that for mostly its recommendations but as far as like these other little things not really familiar with what they do just yet and so that'll take a little time but I just wanted to see what it would do like how smart has it become how smart has ozone 10 become because now we're at number 10 right and I feel like they're coming out a little bit more frequently these days and so I just wanted to see you know what that was you know how how far are we coming to that one plug-in one click, one listen, how close is that getting to a, a final mix? And as far as this song goes, not very close. Uh, but this song probably has a lot of work that it needs a lot of individual attention on each of those tracks. Um, so I don't know. I guess I'm just going to start moving things and I'll explain um, what I'm doing as I go. I'm not real sure about the stabilizer here. Um, I don't think I like what that's doing. Smoothing. I, I mean, maybe it's it's doing some compression, some de-essing. At least initially, that's kind of what we, it looks like has happening. Maybe I'll pull back on the amount here. I'm guessing this is a parallel knob. As I watch it rip to shreds. cleaning some things up so it's it's pushing down those low mids something that you would pull out in your drum kit and 
I kind of like what it's doing a little bit more there. Maybe we just want some more s smoothing. As I watch it rip to shreds. So I pulled down the acoustic guitars there a little bit. I thought they were just a little overpowering. I think that helped it out a little bit there. As I watched it rip to shreds. So I like what it's doing here. I like that whether it's it's compressing, uh, it's EQing, pulling that out, and then maybe more or less the dynamic EQ, a little bit of DSing there. So maybe I like that. Maybe that's something that can help uh, overall once things are a little bit better mixed. Now impact, I'm still not sure what this is doing, but we do have the amount all the way up. So everything, so I'm guessing, so all of these modules are parallel. I think the other one did that too. I don't know why I would want parallel EQ on an overall sound, but here we are. So let's check out the imager here. So it's a little bit different setup. Um, I do like these different metering graphs, your vector scope, this is, so your polar, polar levels. Um, I like to look at those because I want to see how much of the stereo image is actually getting out of phase. And I'm not that big on phase and worrying about, oh, well, if you do this to the bass, like you're just going to have phase problems. No, I mean, nothing's going to be perfect. If it was, it wouldn't sound right anyways. But I just want to make sure how much are we getting past the 45 degree angle here that indicates some real phasey things that could lead to complications in your more mono devices. Some cell phones still have mono speakers and uh, especially your, you know, Alexas, things like that. But let's just see what's going on here. This one, this stereo, we've got this band pretty high at 100%. So let's see what that's doing. As I watch it rip to shreds. It's not bad it's still staying up here in the plus one on your correlation meter here anything that goes below zero and then closer to the minus one is when you're really out of phase so we're still doing good on that uh it is very wide so let's see what pulling this down does As I watch it rip to
I don't want the low to sound wide. That's where you get your phase issues. And then this one probably does need to come down a little bit more, but it does sound good on the guitars. And the guitars are already hard panned just to spread it out because I haven't really done anything else with the other guitars. But let's see. Let's see what we can come up with. As I watch it rip to shreds. That sounds more natural. I like that. So now on our dynamic EQ, I love a good dynamic EQ. See what that's got going on in this song. As I want to rip the I think that's pretty standard for Ozone. These are kind of the same bands that I'm always going to see. I don't know if that's like purposely done, but you're always going to have some harshness in the upper mids here this is probably coming mostly from the vocal I would say because that hasn't been mixed or balanced very much at all and then back to the maximizer here so let's take a listen before and after As I So let's try it with the gain match before and after. As I watch it rip to shreds. Not bad. Not bad at all. So let me go back to this view. This is the tone match. So this looks similar to the tunnel balance plugin and I actually want to bring that in next because I love tunnel balance and I'm just wondering has that been updated at all or is that something totally different do you not get that with so maybe it's just Maybe it's just the uh, ozone that was updated. So let me go to rock here. But see, this curve looks a little different, doesn't it? Let's see. Let's bring this up. It's a little bit different shape. So that's actually a really good start. We're, we're a little high on the air. 
So we've got an equalizer here that we can actually go to. As I watched it rip to shreds So I turned my back and ran Just Now it's perfectly in the middle. That's really cool. Okay. So without any plugins we used the ozone 10 and we had the assistant here the assistant view the tone match we played it and it gave us all of these different modules here we, we, we tweaked them right we didn't just leave them as is and i think that it sounds better i really do and by going over here to the tonal balance, everything is exactly where it should be. I use tonal balance control all the time to see if my mixes, you know, are balanced, are in the, you know, where they need to be more present than others and looking at those curves. And this is a tool that I think everybody should use if you're mixing and mastering because once I started using this and seeing where my issues were, saved me so much more time in mixing along with those templates. But <laughs> this thing, this thing is a, is a really special tool that I think everybody should be using in uh, metering your mixes. Um, let's listen to this again because I'm actually like starting to get more and more impressed and surprised by this thing. So we've got the game match in. Let's bypass it first. As I watched it rip to shreds So I turned my back and ran That just opens everything up and makes it sound a lot better. Um... Yeah, I mean, I would definitely add some more of um, stereo compression. I would probably beef it up a little bit more and then hit these settings. But I think a lot of that clarity is coming from the stabilizer here where it was cutting out a lot of those low mids. Uh, obviously, the imager helps widen it a little bit more. We've got some dynamic EQ that's taming that for us. And then the maximizer, you know, with our classic here. And I think that goes a long way. Um, this is obviously has loudened it to our minus 11 LUFS. I love that, that that's a, the default instead of minus 14. You're going to have a lot more success and a lot better sounding music with minus 11 than minus 14. That's for sure. Overall, I'm super impressed with this. And like I said, this is not a sponsored video. Uh, I use Ozone all the time. I also use the RX um, plugins by Isotope. I absolutely love them. I'm doing a lot more mixing for podcasts now. I'm doing a lot of producing for that as well. And, you know, a lot of people use 
those podcast mics that aren't the best, they're just in their kitchen or their living room and there's no treatment and you have to do a lot of correction on that. But with those RX plugins, man, that is a game changer and a podcast saver for sure. Uh, maybe I'll go over the new RX-10 in another video. But really, I just wanted to open this up really quick, have a video that didn't have a lot of edits in it, was just kind of straightforward. And my first reaction to it without uh, reading any anything other than an email about it and some newer features that it had. Don't know anything about them really, but um, no, I didn't watch anyone's tutorial. I don't really like to do that because I don't want to be influenced too much and tempted to do things or to uh, focus on something that somebody else had focused on. I just wanted to show my first initial reaction to Ozone 10 and have that really, you know, uninfluenced by anyone else. And I love it. It's something that just keeps getting better. I was a little skeptical because I feel like they are releasing them a lot sooner. Uh, they're coming out with, you know, they'll probably have Ozone 11 out in a year and a half. But uh, I feel like maybe that's because they are getting better and they just want to keep you know, putting out great products. As far as plugins go, I, th I think it's a pretty affordable thing that you get because once you get it and they do release new ones, you get pretty, you know, significant discounts on upgrades. Um, you know, uh, I think for me, I would get this around $150 to upgrade and that's the advanced version of it, not the standard so, man, two thumbs up, uh, Ozone. You just, you do keep getting better um, as far as having those plugins that you can, you know, li listen to the mix and it kind of do a lot of the work for you. I think one of the most important things to take from that is not to think, oh, well, so... In the future, will there even need to be mix engineers? Will we even need to learn these things? Absolutely, you will. Because these are not perfect. You saw that I had to tweak that. This mix is not perfect. I would never send this back to a client and say, what do you think? No. But it's doing some pretty incredible things that are getting me there. And if I'm a beginner, it, even if I'm not a beginner, if, if I want to really start to learn what it takes in manipulating audio tracks to make them sound like a finished mix, like something we hear professionally done that's released on the radio and your favorite favorite streaming devices. I can see what's happening here. I can see what the suggestions are. I can see, you know, when I listen to something before and then after, well, it sounds clearer because we're scooping out a ton of this. It's also scooping out a ton on the stabilizer. It needs to be widened up a little bit. There's not any, any nothing, none of these are really panned. I mean, we have, we started doing that, you know, after this plugin listened. If, if I was to, you know, have it captured again, it would have some different settings on there. But it's a great learning tool as well. Uh, on all different levels and where it felt like things were the harshest in certain areas. And these are areas that are coming out on the dynamic EQ because it needs to just suppress those 
when it hits a certain threshold, unlike the equalizer here that's got everything boosted in that area that a lot of these are coming out of. So you can, you can learn a lot from these types of plugins and what they're doing sounds great because they're made great and they just keep getting better. I really can't emphasize that enough. So my opinion on the Ozone 10 plugin, it really is two thumbs up. And I also have to say that this little guy right here, total balance control, you know, if that doesn't come with it, it needs to, because um, this thing is amazing. You know, as, as long as they keep this thing up to date, I think you're golden. That's really going to save some of your mixes right there. But anyways, I want to thank y'all for listening to this episode. This has been episode number nine of The Modern Mix, and I'm your host, Emily Bowie. Thanks for joining me. And don't forget, if you want those radio quality vocals, please check out my brand new course, The Modern Mix Vocals. You can read all about it. Check out some examples and some testimonials by clicking that link right there. All right, y'all. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today, and I will be talking to you real soon. 